Yeah. They calling me controversial. I don't know why, I'm just telling the truth. Yeah. They're indoctrinating kids with lies. It's just evil in disguise. They say that it's love, but they lie. They say that they're girls, but they're guys. Or they say they have no gender. From guy sports to girls, where they're winners. From now on, I identify as a ninja turtle. Where's Master Splinter? They calling me controversial. They calling me controversial. They calling me controversial. They calling me controversial. Jesus was controversial. Paul was controversial. Elijah was controversial. Yeah, telling the truth is controversial. Welcome to the Map Up Show on this Wacky Wednesday. Great to have you with us. Big show for you today. Awesome guest. We are going to be diving into crazy election interference, let's say. We're uncovering some stuff you may not have heard yet before. And you know, we talk a lot about it. Pretty crazy stuff. Visit us on MyPillow.com. Promo code BUFF. Get your big savings up to 66% off with promo code BUFF. Also, MyPatriotCigars.com. Age three years for the best smoke possible. And uh, get a big savings with promo code BUFF on that as well. And free shipping on any order over $100. Boy, we should head down to Fraggle Rock where the Muppet, Kareen, the White House propaganda minister, is spewing nonsense. Uh, so no pressure. The, uh, the administration in the White House is... A uh, very quick one. Did the president tell Al Sharpton he's running? That, that clearly. <laughs> you love asking me, Sebastian. You love asking me about 2024. Look, I here's what I I will say. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, the giggle, the giggle is insane, people. <laughs> I know you want a clear answer. I know, but he's <laughs> if Al Al Sharpton said. What is so funny? And if Al Sharpton said it, then it must be. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, uh, look, um, I, <laughs> uh, you, oh, it's so funny. You always ask me about 2024. Um, so here's what I can say. And the president has said this himself. He intends to run in 2024. Uh, as you know, I cannot weigh in on elections. I cannot speak to elections from here. We do. You do all the time speak to elections. You talk about how important it is for the Democrats to keep the House and Senate. You talk about that all the time. And can you imagine what a disaster Joe Biden would be in 2024, just two years from now? Can you imagine? Oh, my God. He can't even think, talk, walk, or speak now. Two more years and see what happens then. There is no way in hell Joe Biden's running for president. Uh, we do uh, uh, truly follow and try to follow the Hatch Act here. Uh, oh. But I will just reiterate what the president has said many times. What I have said many times is that the president intends to run. He intends to run. Yeah, you have to say that because if you say he's not running. And by the way, get out of Florida, Joe Biden. We don't need you here. But he's saying if he intends to run. That doesn't create news. But if he says, nah, he's not running, he's too old and senile, that would actually be true, by the way. And it would create news. All right. So Biden compliments a Coast Guard swimmer or a Coast Guard member who swam in the water to rescue people, personally uh, commended him. It was really fantastic that he recognized this guy is a hero. But then due to Biden's Biden's vax mandate, Biden's vaccine mandate, 
This man will be fired soon from the Coast Guard. Listen to this spin from Fraggle Rock. The president recently praised a group of Coast Guard rescue swimmers. One of them reportedly um, faces termination because he isn't vaccinated. And I'm curious, given the threats that we're facing abroad, would the president ever reconsider uh, that vaccination requirement or consider issuing more exemptions? So, as you as as you can imagine, the president has the most the deepest respect. Uh, for the U.S. Coast Guard. Uh, that is something that uh, Down uh, you would hear from him uh, directly. Uh, and the country, the president and the country are grateful for all of the U.S. Coast Guard heroes uh, that have led the effort uh, to save uh, lives in Florida. Uh, we have seen that with our very own eyes uh, these past couple of days. Uh, I would refer you specifically to the U.S. Coast Guard on this, on this issue, on this individual questions. It's not something that I would refer you to the Coast Guard. It's your policy, Fraggle Rock, that said that they had to be vaccinated. This came from the tippy top. And now you're going to fire this guy and you, you go speak to the Coast Guard. You know what the Coast Guard's going to say? We're following directives from the State Department. She's sending people on a wild goose chase because she doesn't want to answer the question. A comment from here. Is there any scenario under which you would Happy Halloween, everybody. I bring you Stacey Abrams, who completely lies about saying that the election of 2018 for the governorship of Georgia was stolen. She keeps saying she never denied the outcome. We've shown you a video before where she has. And now she's going to talk about process. Well, she's really going to be unhappy. Concede that you lost publicly in 2018. In 2018, on the day I made that speech, if you played the beginning of the speech, I acknowledged that I was not the governor, that Brian Kemp won the election. What I said is that the process denied access to too many voters. And that was proven by more than 3,000 voters who made their voices heard by a of trial and a process that was the first full-length trial held on voting rights in more than a decade in the state of Georgia. And I have never denied the outcome. I've always questioned the process and the access. And I think it's dangerous and disingenuous mm -hmm. to conflate concerns about access, concerns about outcome. Thanks. Okay, so there she goes talking about outcome versus process. Well, she's really going to be pissed off that they have voter ID in Georgia now. All over the place, they're trying to clean up elections, and we're going to dive into that more in the next segment, a deep dive into some shocking things you may not know, but we're going to get into that for sure. But Stacey Abrams, she's doing it again, and she'll cry foul again, even though, unlike Trump, she won't have any evidence. Oh, student loan bailout here. Kareen, uh, by the way, you notice when she blinks so much, it's because she's lying and doesn't want to talk about the truth of the matter. But student loan bailout is a DOA. The administration has said Americans would be able to apply for student loan forgiveness beginning early this month. Is the process being held up at all because of the lawsuits that have been brought? Uh, don't have anything more on that. I think you'll hear more from us, uh, from the Department of Education, on, on on that piece, on that implementation process. I think I've laid it out a couple of times here. They made they sent out some emails uh, emails last week. Uh, but as it relates to uh, the legal uh, pieces, the lawsuits that you're seeing across the country, uh, it's it's a shame. It's a shame that you have uh, uh, Republicans, Republicans. Uh, out there, Republican groups, Republican states uh, that 
that are trying to uh, stop Americans from getting a little bit of, uh, of a breathing room, a little bit of break. 2020. A little bit of breathing room. Yeah, why don't you start drilling? More on that here in a second. Hey, Cory Bush, what do you say about Joe Biden running in 2024? Nut job, by the way. 24 is Biden the best candidate to represent Democrats, especially if it's a Donald Trump he's up against? You know, he's our president right now. He has experience. He has qualifications. I won't say if he's best or. I won't say if he's got. He's got no. He's got experience. Yeah, he's 174 years old. He got experience of lying and being a fraud to the American people. And it took a fraudulent election to get him in. Yeah, that's the experience. If he's not, I'll just say this: he has the qualifications to run. I remember when people said, "Should I run?" Mm -hmm. um, yeah, Cory Bush, please run for president. People said no, you know, so I can't say that. All I can say is if he chooses to to run, then that will be the nominee. The president will look for an opportunity. Oh, my goodness. Cory Bush is just a handful. She still wants to defund the police, even though in her state of Minnesota, the crime is through the rampant roof. Oh, migrant stunts. I remember Biden doing migrant stunts. Oh, no, he's talking about just 50 going to a location instead of the thousands that are pouring in a day. I Unity behind the scenes privately tomorrow to speak with Governor DeSantis about some of his concerns about his actions as it relates to uh, uh, flying migrants into other jurisdictions. So, you know, obviously the president laid out his concerns um, uh, and outrage by the stunt, the political stunt. It's great to be here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's enough out of you. The political stunt is Joe Biden's open border trying to gather voters for the future for the Democratic Party. That's what he's trying to do. That's the political stunt. Also, she goes on to talk about Putin's gas hike. They still say Putin's gas hike. They still completely don't understand that we need to open up uh, the pipelines. We need to open up the leases. We need to stop the red tape and get this a country energy independent. Uh, they just don't understand it or they don't want to. And they don't want to because they want everybody driving an EV, which is powered by coal. Good God. These people down at Fraggle Rock are completely ridiculous. We'll be back on the Map Up Show. You stay with us. Are you a public employee? Tired of paying union dues when inflation and gas prices are out of control? Opt out today and keep your money. Over 100,000 American workers already have, and you can too. Visit optouttoday.com to learn more. Hey, you may have heard radio show hosts talking trash on solar. Yes, even conservative talk show hosts. There was a silly comparison to trucks running 10,000 miles, carbon emissions and panel production. It came off as like a liberal argument against a liberal problem. Shallow knowledge as opposed to experts in the field. Politics, global warming and other environmental concerns aside, the number one reason to buy solar is simple math. Have you looked at your power bill? It has risen in the last five years. How much more will it go up in the next five years? It's a rigged game and all solar energy empowers you to stop playing a rigged game. A solar electric system freezes your costs and shields you from upcoming rate increases. If you choose to finance a solar electric system, the payment on a system that zeroes out your bill is typically less than your current power bill. This is simple math. Call All Solar Energy in Longwood tomorrow at 866-412-4218 or online at www.allsolarenergy.com. More information on this later in the show. 
Welcome back to the Matt Buff Show. Great to have you guys rolling along with us. And a lot of people say, you need to let it go with 2020 election. And I'm like, why? When there's so much in it, there's so much evidence everywhere. We had Dinesh D'Souza on talking about the 2000 mules. That alone was enough. We have Joe Hoff from the Gateway Pundit. Where's the book? Right here. Gateway Pundit comes on and talks about the steel. All right. We have to talk about it because there's so much evidence out there. And if you missed the show with uh, That's Debatable, where the lefty jumped out of the broadcast because we were talking about the stolen election, we got to have the conversations. You're not man enough to stick around and talk about it. Not my problem. There's so much evidence and there's even more. Let's go to Leah Hoops first right now on the Matt Buff Show. Great to have you. Thank you so much for having us. And Gregory Strindstrom on the show. Strindstrom on the show. Great to have you as well. Happy to be here. Looking forward to the show today. Okay, the book is Parallel Election, A Blueprint for Deception. And you know we always talk about evidence on the Matt Buff Show. You won't believe what these guys have to say. Have to say. Gregory's a co-founder of Patriot.online. I want everybody to check it out. A digital privacy ecosystem and social media platform. Leah is a small business owner and Republican committee woman for Bethel Township in Delaware County, Pennsylvania. Leah, we'll start with you. Let's go to Delaware County and uh, let's talk about a blueprint a blueprint for deception. Wonderful. So uh, Delaware County is the fifth largest county in Pennsylvania. So we are not a small county by any means. We uh, are right next to Philadelphia County and we know how that goes in Philadelphia. They don't count votes anyway. So um, we started back in March of 2020 and I got involved as a committee woman and I started to investigate uh, the newly elected Democrat County Council, and also our installed district attorney, Jack Stolsteimer, who received a million dollars from George Soros. I started to collect um, very blue collar, just regular old people from Facebook that, uh, that also they were seeing the, the huge change in our county and the flip from Republican to Democrat after 150 years of being Republican. And we also, uh, they started investigating uh, the Center for Tech and Civic Life because we received $2.1 million from uh, Zuckerbucks. Uh, we had 46% of the state's drop boxes. We centralized our tabulation area and we had put it into a counting center uh, in the middle of literally nowhere by a dock, uh, which we saw in, in the other swing states as well, which we talk about in the book. And then of course we had eight months of investigating before the election. So we were well prepared. And then I recruited Greg uh, Stenstrom, who his background, not only is he ex-military, but he also specializes in fraud investigations and data uh, data forensics. So, That's great intro for you, Greg, right there. <laughs> Take over to you and talk about your background. But Boy, they've been coming after you, and you can't fix a problem unless you identify the components of what made it a problem. Correct. That's exactly right, and that's exactly why we did what we did. And we, I had investigated all the way back into 2016 in Pennsylvania, and then we later found out that this was a blueprint all across, especially for the swing states. And back in 2016, the minute that President Trump got into office in Pennsylvania, the, un, the uniparty, as we call it, started creating legislation that would ensure that our voting technology was completely changed and our voting system, uh, which is unconstitutional. They, they changed our, our elections drastically. Didn't Obama in, 20, in 2008 win 100% of a district in Pennsylvania? 
Oh, just like um, in 2022 in the primary in Allegheny County, after they found 31 missing V drives, 109% voter turnout happened. Isn't that just amazing? No, Greg, it's, it's remarkable. Philadelphia, he won, uh, I think he won uh, as close to 60, 58 or 62 wards, 100% uh, of the vote. Actually, it was 110 and 140% of uh, the vote, the entire vote with with no votes for Romney in, in Philadelphia. But we, we talk about it in the book. They don't, they don't count the vote in Philadelphia. Yeah. There's no shenanigans with somebody winning a hundred percent. I mean, that's bold, Greg, that's bold to go ahead and just tabulate a report of a hundred percent and think nobody's going to catch it. What are you going to do? It's the first black president. Nobody's going to say anything. Yep. That, that would be the point. That would be absolutely the point, except Obama made elections a part of our critical infrastructure. Him and Benny Thompson, speaking of using their own words against them. So Benny Thompson, who runs the January 6th committee back during Obama's tenure, they were all in agreement that our elections should be a part of our critical infrastructure, which allows the Department of Homeland Security to oversee our elections. So they were preparing for a long time to centralize and federalize our elections. And Obama was Obama was the guy. That's why it's so important to get this cleaned up now. If the Democrats take the House and Senate, H.R. 1 becomes a reality again, and it's a federal takeover of elections. Those drop boxes, Gregory, those drop boxes that need to be tossed into the ocean or turned into some kind of homeless shelter for somebody in San Francisco, they are going to be mainstream <laughs> along with mail-in balloting, which can be dumped out by anybody Greg, if this happens, we have we may have lost our country forever. I think we're already. Uh, if we don't fix it, we're doomed. This is it. This is the end game for them. You know, 2020 was where they they came in. They started in 2016. The legislation for no excuse mail in ballots, uh, drop boxes, and so forth. They didn't come into being until 2016. They were introduced by. They were crafted by Soros and Clinton Foundation uh, communists crafted by them and then inserted it to 28 states and they specifically targeted eight states to do this. We've always had, we've had mail-in ballots for a long time, but the biggest thing they did in that legislation and, and how they took over the country essentially and fundamentally transformed the United States at that point was they centralized counting. So before uh, most, most counting was decentralized. So we have 428 precincts in Delaware County um, and it was decentralized. Everybody knew their neighbors. 428 precincts, 428 or more polling centers were collapsed down to 250 polling centers, okay, with multiple precincts jammed in there. Nobody knew anybody that was working in them. And then they went to a centralized counting center, which we call the big store. Well, they did this in 32 key counties. So what they did is they targeted, not only did they target eight swing states, they specifically targeted 32 counties. If you remember, you know, most President Trump won, I think, I don't have the exact number, but I think that 2,600 and some odd of the um, counties in the United States, 2,600 of them. And, you know, Biden, Clinton before her, uh, him, they were in the 400s, uh, you know, 500s in that area. And they only needed 32 counties to win. So they targeted when people sit there and they go, oh, there's no fraud. There's no election fraud. They targeted the district attorneys. We have a corrupt district attorney, Stolzheimer. He's a criminal. He's corrupt. 
We have a corrupt Pennsylvania attorney general. He's a criminal. He's corrupt. We have judges that at a very minimum are beholden to the party. We have a corrupt GOP. We have a corrupt DNC. We have corrupt law enforcement officials. And they were targeted. They were all installed in a very short time period. Larry Krasner, Philadelphia, $1.7 million from Soros, installed. Jack Stolzheimer, installed. They did it in Maricopa County. They did it in Pima County, Antrim County, DeKalb County, Fulton County. They targeted these counties, created centralized counting centers, and then they injected hundreds of millions, not hundreds, hundreds of thousands, 120,000 fake mail-in ballots just here in Delaware County, got them in. And we talk about how we, they did that in the book, and we talk about how they used electronic V-drives to infuse tens of thousands or more votes. They stole Pennsylvania just in Delaware County. Our county was used right before it was counted, um, right before they finished the certification for Pennsylvania. President Trump was winning. Delaware County came in, handed the vote to Biden, handed the vote to a number of other people, including the Pennsylvania Attorney General. Yes, indeed. We see that, and we've done the research on several counties around the country. It's not a big, massive, countrywide steal, right? This happened on a very strategic level. That's what we've been able to expose, and I want everybody to check out the parallel election. If uh, Leah, if what you're saying wasn't true, if none of this is true, why the big fight on publication? Oh, well, of course, because that's what triggers them the most is the truth. As you saw yesterday with your with your Marxist that was on there who can't handle the truth and loves to spread lies. And our attorney general, um, Josh Shapiro, loves to call it the big lie. And that is nothing but gaslighting. And that's a part of Marxism. And for anyone who's actually read a history book or has read Karl Marx, this is um, or even Saul Alinsky's Rules for Radicals. This is what they do. They gaslight and they make things that are wrong seem very right. So the, my biggest issue and our biggest issue is that Jack Stolzheimer, corrupted criminal district attorney, who looked at our videos that have been all over the place, they've been covered by Mark Levin, Dan Bongino, The Federalist, and it shows these election officials, because we had collaborated with a whistleblower um, who got video and audio of these election officials spoliating evidence, which just means they destroyed the election material and the material and evidence that would exonerate them. They are on camera ripping apart election material and putting into into the trash, which is supposed to be kept by law for 22 months. So this man takes these videos, says he does an investigation, never speaks to me, never speaks to Greg, never speaks to the whistleblower, okay? Does a complete investigation says it's all fabricated, and then washes their hands, okay? So how do you have, someone give me like an answer to this. You have a corrupted district attorney, okay, who sits there and says that our evidence is fabricated, which by the way, if you fabricate evidence, it's a felony, okay? So uh, I don't know, why isn't he investigating us then? This is, this is my issue, and nobody can give me answers. They just want us to forget all about it. They're listening to these people. They're listening to the government. And, you know, I'm not anti-government. I am anti-corruption, okay? I'm anti-establishment. I'm not anti-government. That that's ridiculous. I am, I am here to talk about the truth. 
Uh, we have been harassed. We have been threatened, intimidated. Uh, Josh Shapiro sent special agents to our home to intimidate us. The FBI has been to my home. Uh, we have been smeared, defamed. And yet the only people, the only people that want to go to court, okay, and have submitted affidavits under the penalty of perjury and want to be on a witness stand is us. I'm ready, I'm ready to go to court with our evidence. That's remarkable. Greg, they're using the FBI to harass. We've we've seen so many stories on the Gateway Pundit and other places. We've seen, we've talked to people. They're using, uh, even, even with uh, the investigators that are just doing uh, Hunter Biden's laptop, just looking into that. Ashley Biden's diary, mm -hmm. they get charged and, and harassed. The harassment that happened to you guys and everybody else for just wanting to dig into something and look at the truth, they're using the FBI as a harassment tool. This whole organization needs to be dismantled and defunded. I, I, I have to um, sadly agree. I know, you know, I know quite a few people in law enforcement and, 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 and good, good people in the FBI. I don't think anybody joins the, the military. They don't join the FBI, the Secret Service or any any law enforcement agency to be a bad guy. You know, kids play cops and robbers or, you know, they don't join to be a bad guy. But the uh, especially, I, I think the FBI has always been a weaponized agency. They've been since, uh, you know, J. Edgar Hoover, they've used the FBI as a political tool. But but Obama in particular heavily weaponized the FBI. He weaponized the IRS and uh, he started that transformation. I, I think that at this point they're they're gone. Any 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 way that they can get agents to be frog walking a pro-lifer out, you know, who's zero threat in front of his you know, I think he had like seven children. How many seven kids yeah. frog walk a guy out? They're frog walking, you know, Roger Stone, the guy can barely walk. You know, they're frog walking him out. Uh that 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 fear mongering, that's intentional. There's a reason President Biden, or I don't call him president anymore. I, I call President Trump President Trump. But the reason they put Biden in and Kamala Harris is it's meant to demoralize. They got this guy. He's he's absolutely in end-stage dementia, doesn't know where he is half the time. I think yesterday he was Puerto Rican. The day before, he's something else. He's a truck driver. It's just it's it's like it's like watching the movie being there at this point, where he doesn't even know where he is half the time. That's intentional. That's that's uh that is absolutely they call it cognitive warfare. And they're waging cognitive warfare with Biden because people look and they go, Holy cow, they put this demented idiot in here corrupt person Kamala Harris who's got the IQ of a carrot and then they have uh the FBI you know breaking and kicking in people's doors that's intentional that's cognitive that's cognitive warfare and they they do need to be dismantled and and I think they're going to have to be uh when we finally get control of this again Leah let's talk about the chucklehead they installed the the figurehead that they stole the election for um, a lot of people think it was a tribute, but every single day, every single day, you look at this guy and say, most votes in history. Very, in relative terms, large Puerto Rican population in Delaware, relative to our population. We have the eighth largest black population in the country, and between all minorities, we have 20% of our state is minority. And so I... Uh, 
I uh, was sort of raised uh, in the Puerto Rican community at home politically. <laughs> that is that is priceless. Let's re let's recap. He was raised Puerto Rican when the population's actually two percent Puerto Rican. Raised Puerto Rican, taught at a historical black college. Oh. Still friends with KKK Robert Byrd. Okay. Also, uh, if you don't vote for him, you're not black. Hmm. And uh, he's just, um, he's a truck driver, drove semi-trucks. Oh. Um, a complete fabrication of a life. Every day, we'll play Florida clips later because we don't want him here, right? You don't, We don't need you in Florida. We're doing just fine. Don't come here and screw us up too. Right. But he's coming here to talk with DeSantis about hurricane this or that. But every single day, Leah, I look at this guy shaking hands with ghosts. And this isn't even on Halloween. Shaking hands with ghosts. Campaigned from the basement. Couldn't draw flies to an event. And you're telling me 81 million votes most in history? (laughs) The 81 million votes were cast, maybe. uh, But... He, you know, 81 million people did not vote for Biden, and we can prove we can prove this. We can prove this not only in Delaware County, but the methods of fraud and the methods of the deception, the blueprint, uh, has been repeated throughout the country. Yes, in the parallel election, and I want everybody to check out the book, "A Blueprint for Deception." You guys were on the ground checking this out, but Leah, this guy is so bad; he's going to get us blown up. Um, I, I think, I think our focus needs to be off of Russia and, uh, we really need to focus on the Marxists that are inside of our country. Our wars are not, uh, overseas It's right here in the United States of America. And we've been infiltrated by Marxists and communists. One of them being John Fetterman. Um, so who was running for Senate in Pennsylvania. Um, he is a raging communist, uh, and, awful progressive. But when you talk about a man like Biden, who is um, absolutely disgusting and a criminal, and his son is a criminal as well, um, you're talking about someone who is making deals with communist China and has been for a long time and is money laundering through the Ukraine. And if anyone has been paying attention to geopolitics, which I have been for the past 20 years, you would know that Obama set all of that up in the Ukraine during his tenure. Um, and, and, And Biden was installed and he was to take over and make sure that um, you know Obama took over the energy uh, and and put and installed his renewable energy green new deal. And the very first thing that Biden did when he came in was that he shut down the Keystone Pipeline. So it's just a continuation of the Obama years. We're in the third term of Obama, and uh, and for Mr. Biden, I worked in a dementia lockdown unit for a very long time. I mean, he has blatant dementia. Um, and it's actually disgusting to watch. And uh, and then, of course, we have people like Bill Barr, who is a disgrace, um, who, you know, he shut down any kind of election fraud investigation. He was a, uh, a benefactor of the um, acquisition of Dominion. And uh, and he had he had Hunter Biden's laptop. They had it and he did nothing about it. So there are plenty of people that are leftovers from the Bush administration, from Obama administration, from the Clinton administration that are still lurching around and they want a complete takeover of the United States of America, period. That's their end goal. That This is the end game for them. 
Yes, and I know in the book you roll up Bill Barr. It's not about political affiliation. It's who's a part of this, who is covering up. That's the point we're trying to make here. Greg, a review of the book said this should be required reading for any poll watcher. Tell us something that people might be surprised in besides just the accounting of what happened around the election. Oh, I think that what they've done is they've crafted this election. So when you go to these central counting centers and uh, and these centralized polling stations, what you have to watch out for uh, is, uh, you know, I just I, I did this yesterday. It was pretty effective. But, you know, if I hold this, uh, this is what the similar to what a V drive looks like. It's just a USB V drive. Uh, that they use for the voting. Is that Hunter Biden's laptop on there? It, it could, it could have been, but you know, when I, when, <laughs> if I drop, watch it, if I drop it out of the picture here and I raise it up here, was that the same V drive? Is this the same V drive as this V drive? And the whole point of that is, is if people don't understand the process and understand that the V drive is supposed to come out of the election management system with a key with a signature, an MD5, you know, hash and signature that's key to the actual voting machine. They can't print the paper tapes if they, without this thing, the, they, this is the, this is what's used to use for the voting tabulation server to, to put up the results on election day and so forth. This is a very important piece of election material. And in our case in Delaware County and in the case of Allegheny County and in the case of DeKalb County, and I'm talking Georgia, what we're finding is these are being taken out of the system, out of the chain of custody, out of the strict chain of custody, and then reintroduced. This is how they are infusing tens of thousands, millions of votes. So if a poll watcher understands this and how this works, they can do something because now they can ask a very critical question. OK, a poll watcher, certified poll watcher can intervene not interfere. I want to be careful with that, but intervene and say, I'm allowed by law as a representative, a candidate and a citizenry to examine that mail-in ballot. I want to see that mail-in ballot that you're putting into that machine 40 feet away. And I want to see if that's a real ballot. And I want to see, in fact, give me 10 of them so I can check them out. They can't say, oh no, you're an observer. By law, you're allowed to look at them. You can go up and say, hey, I want to see that B drive. I want to see the chain of custody. How did that get from the voting machine into this centralized counting center. I want to know how it happened. And we, we put other things like that in the book. And these are the things that people can actually do. And the last thing they can do, if they can't be a poll watcher, okay, and they can't go down and vote in person, which makes it very difficult for them, okay, because now they have to mess around with these things. So you should go down in person and vote. Is the last thing, if you can't fight, I'm going to say, Lee and I have been, we've exhausted ourselves financially. And I'm going to say, go to Patriot.online and, and donate there. And we'll put the money to good use. You know, we'll write more books. We'll do more training. We awesome. will get people out there. Now, that is a great point. Absolutely. Going forward, how is the parallel election? How's the books? How's your work done to secure the election? Um, we're seeing some drop boxes being auctioned off, which is nice around the country. We're seeing Georgia pass a voter ID law. That that helps. It got upheld. What do you see as movement going forward to make people feel secure? So the, the biggest thing is education. You know, 99% of the country has no idea what fraud looks like. I didn't know what fraud looks like until I met Greg, obviously. And he was able to pick out the pieces um, 
and you know he knew what was happening inside the counting center. So education is huge. Um, it's hard to shut down a book because it's in print. I mean, they could, they've certainly tried to suppress the book, but it's gaining traction and people are starting to see the bigger picture. There are major wins that they're not talking about. In Philadelphia County, for instance, um, Michael Ozzie Myers, who was an ex-US uh, congressman, was uh, convicted of election fraud in Philadelphia uh, by the US attorney here and uh, will be serving 30 months in jail. An election worker in uh, Virginia indicted, going to be convicted. You have um, just someone uh, today, yesterday, Connick. I don't know if you heard about it. Uh, Connick, um, uh, which is Catherine uh, uh, Engelbreak and Craig Phillips had talked about this technology um, based in Michigan, and they were, um, you know, paired up with Poultry, and they were housing data about election workers okay and it was being housed in servers in the republic of china okay so just as of yesterday um they were the 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 head of the ceo was arrested so there's things happening all over the country that the mainstream media of course is suppressing but these are small wins and then of course you have more and more people um you know joining to be not only poll watchers but poll workers and they have an understanding of what the fraud looks like and what to look for. And then, of course, there's things that are happening like in Otero County, um, where they have gotten rid of, of these machines completely. So there's things that are happening uh, on the local level. And that's how they stole this election, is they infiltrated on the local level. That's how you get involved. That's how you make the difference. You have to get involved on a local level, which is the it impacts your life the most. Go to your county council meetings, go to an election board meeting, go to a school board meeting, talk to your tax collectors, run for office, whatever it may be, or donate to people like us who are actually making effective change and doing poll watcher trainings and poll worker trainings. We have two lawsuits right now. One of them is heading to the Supreme Court of the United States. You know, we are we are doing things that that are effective and um, and we've been We've been humble, you know, we've been humble about it. It's like, that's how you have to work, um, you know, in order to make effective change. So those are the things that, that people can do. Stay in your own backyard. Don't worry about the stuff that's going on. You know, it, there's not a whole lot that you can do about George Soros or Mark Zuckerberg, but there is something that you can do on a, on a local level and that's get involved. You mentioned John Fetterman and um, AJ Rice called him John Festerman. And I was always trying to pin a character on Fetterman. But yes, Fester, Uncle Fester. This, and this is what the Democrats want. And I want to use this guy as the example. He's the Joe Biden of the local race mm -hmm. for the Senate. He's a yes man. That's what he is. He can't talk. He can't think. He can't walk. He can barely even put a sentence together at all. I mean, it's just... But he's, his values are communist Marxist values, and that's what the Democrats want. They don't want noisemakers. They don't like AOC. They want a yes man like John Fetterman to get in there and go along with the party platform. And they want to, and they want to make sure you don't see him or hear from him. They just want his vote on the floor. <laughs> and that's what they do. And this is why this is so critical. Give us your links, how to how to find you guys, how to get in touch with you guys, how to donate. You, Greg, you mentioned that earlier. The book is on Amazon. Just give us everything you can so people can stay in contact with you. Um, yeah. Yeah, you go. <laughs> www.parallelelection.com. 
You can also go to Amazon, Books A Million, and Barnes & Noble to find the parallel election. And then you can go to www.patriot.online, and you can hit that donate button. And there are three options for you. So you can either uh, help us with our legal fund, or you can donate directly to Patriot Online. And then uh, the last thing that we're going to talk about is that we are um, working on a documentary with Kevin Jackson, uh, who has uh, bought the rights to the 2000 Mules, and it is going to be called Beyond the Mules, and that's coming out next year. So there's a multitude of places where you can help and uh, really, um, you know, keep us moving forward and, and fighting the good fight. So Beyond the Mules is in production now, Greg? Correct, yes. Yeah. That's great to hear. Well, we'll have to get you back on before that release date because this is the most important issue. A lot of you won't hear that in the mainstream media. If we don't secure our elections, inflation, crime, none of that makes a difference. You got to secure the elections so you can actually do things about the other issues. Everybody, check out the parallel election, a blueprint for deception. Paperback came out August 9th, 2022. It's available now. The reviews are fantastic. We'll post the links on the Matt Buff Show website, thebuffshow.com. Gregory and Leah, thanks for taking a good 30 minutes with us today to discuss all this. Thank, Thank you, Matt. Thank you. Give us time. You got it. Sounds good. We will be back on the Matt Buff Show. You stay with us. Veritas Tactical, Tactical. a family-in-law enforcement-owned company where you can get custom-built ARs with purpose-built precision. They have a full line of handguns like Glock, Sig Sauer, Smith & Wesson, and get your everyday carry items and accessories. Moreover, they are your liberty-safe dealer. Need training? Veritas Tactical has all you need from getting your CCW to advanced tactical courses, female survival courses, and force-on-force scenarios. Veritas Tactical has a full-time gunsmith on site, Coating services, laser engraving and more mention the buff show and get a 25 dollars discount on courses you'll find veritas tactical at 207 north goldenrod road suite 200 in orlando contact veritas tactical 407-309-3000 407-309-3000 and at veritas tactical.com veritas tactical hey matt buff from the buff show i love being in the middle of nowhere with the family problem is i can't get any service out here I wish there was a better solution. Maybe like a satellite phone or something. Let me head back to the office and check this out. All right, let's check this out. Satellitephonestore.com. Oh, look at this. Very cool. Do I need a satellite phone? Well, it says satellite phones provide voice, SMS, and data services anywhere on the earth. And you don't have to rely on cell phone networks. Very cool. Satellite phones work everywhere when you're outside. All right, what's this? Why do I need a satellite terminal? With one of these devices, you can stay in communication without a dedicated satellite phone. Better yet, you can text, call, and depending on the device, use all your favorite smartphone apps too. Hey, what's this bivy stick? The new Bivy Stick is the smallest and simplest to use radium global satellite communications and tracking device in the world. Wow, the smallest and most simple satellite communication device weighs just 100 grams. About half the weight of your cell phone. Look at this, one to three days delivery. Very cool. Call 941-841-0844. I will do that. 941-841-0844. Visit SatellitePhoneStore.com for special offers. Or you can visit SAT1234.com and mention The Buff Show. 941-841-0844. 
Welcome back to the Matt Buff Show. You remember the monkeypox? Yeah, the term monkeypox. Yeah. <laughs> remember when the Biden administration declared a public health emergency in August in an effort to ramp up vaccines, testing, and treatment, and community outreach to eradicate the virus from the United States. Doesn't look like that's going to happen, but doesn't look like it's going to be that big of a deal if you're not hanging out in a certain group. Let's go to Rick Meta to talk about this. Former FDA official, current Georgetown University health law professor. Rick, great to have you back on the show. Great to be back on, Matt. Well, you've been covering this a little bit, and I uh, want to get your thoughts on this. It just seems like they wanted this to be another crisis, just didn't take hold with the American community. Well, this is one of the uh, areas of public health that I call a contrived emergency. I mean, we've been living with public health, uh, federal public health emergencies in perpetuity since COVID. Uh, even after President Biden declared that the pandemic is over on 60 Minutes and his administrative minions had to walk it back, uh, we're still living in a federal public health emergency. But this one is special. And the reason it's special is because of the failures of the Biden administration to create enough stockpile of vaccines for monkeypox, by the way, a virus that's been around for more than 50 years, uh, okay, and, and has an approved vaccine uh, for at least over three years, uh, failure of maintaining the stockpile that expired and having to actually change the way we administer the dose and cut the dose by a fifth in order to increase the amount of production that was available to those that were the highest risk category uh, of patients for monkeypox. And so the, in order to do that, they had to declare a federal public health emergency in order for the FDA to issue their uh, special emergency use authorization, these coveted EUAs that they're giving out like water these days. Yeah, they give them out a lot. So let's drill down on that. You said the vaccine for the monkey monkeypox is not some experimental vaccine. This is something that's been around for 50 years. Not the vaccine. The virus has been around. I mean, we've known about the first cases of this since 1970s. The vaccine in and of itself oh. was approved in, I think, circa 2019. Uh, and again, not part of the MRNA platform, the mRNA platform. Uh, this one is different, more traditional. Uh, and again, we had a stockpile, millions of doses lapsed, expired under the Biden administration. Uh, and in order to compensate for that, the FDA had to issue an emergency use authorization to a, change the way we give it, and B, cut the dose by one-fifth. By the way, Matt, and this is where I have a lot of concerns, there is no efficacy studies based on FDA gold standard reviews on whether or not giving one-fifth of the dose in those high-risk populations is going to do the trick uh, for creating the kind of protection that you need on a long-term basis. So yet to be determined. Yeah, it has. It's not eradicated. It seems rampant in the gay community. Is that correct? Well, yeah, you know, and, and this is objective uh, facts reported by the New England Journal of Medicine between uh, April to June, over 98% of the virus cases were seen mostly in the polyamorous gay and bisexual uh, male community. Uh, and so, yeah, that particular cohort is the highest risk. Uh, and in fact, what the CDC is now saying is that uh, so long as, you know, polyamorous, you know, uh, interactions between the gay and bisexual male community uh, go on, so long will the virus live. And these are the words coming straight out of this, the Biden CDC. So as a professional, what is your recommendation? 
Well, you know, I, I would still say, listen, if you're going to engage in polyamorous gay sexual, you know, activities uh, in as part of the gay and bisexual male community, uh, then be safe. I mean, we know that the transmission of monkeypox is predominantly seen from human to human through prolonged skin contact. Uh, so, you know, again, part of the thing I would say as a professional is these public health agencies need to get their narrative straight. You know, stop lying to the gay community. Be honest with them. Uh, tell them what's going on. Tell them how you're cutting the doses. Don't walk around it. Don't go with the woke agenda and try to, you know, eggshell, walk on eggshells around this. Be direct. Uh, if you're going to engage in that type of activity, you are higher risk. And we know that that's factual. Uh, you should get vaccinated. Uh, talk to your doctor if it's right for you uh, and petition the FDA to ask them when they're actually going to approve the lower dose or demand that studies be done so that they know that there's going to be long term efficacy. Because what's happening right now is they're getting a fifth of the dose. They're saying they're protected, uh, but we don't know for how long. Uh, so are there going to be repeat dosing? Are they underdosing? Will the virus then mutate if the uh, efficacy is less or if it's substandard dose that's been given? So many questions that are out there that I think in particular the gay and uh, the gay male community should be asking these questions now and demanding answers from the public health officials uh, within the Biden administration. Well, you nailed it right there when I when I asked about that because I've seen a couple of press conferences and they never ever mention the gay community. They don't. They're just trying to be politically correct, I guess, or woke about it. But that puts more people in danger when they're not just addressing the problem. Hey, guys, this is really affecting you at a 98% rate. Let's get together and get this thing fixed. But instead, they want to make it a universal problem when it's not. Well, yeah, and, and that's exactly what's going on. I mean, I think this kind of politically correctness is uh, contributing to the failures of the public health response. I mean, uh, in my opinion, this is an outbreak that could have been avoided, and now we have 26,000 cases. Now, the good news is the case fatality rate is very low. Uh, most people that get monkeypox do recover from it and, uh, you know, establish then your natural immunity towards it. So that's that's a good thing. Right. Uh, de again, declaring it as a public health emergency, raising the alarms, uh, raising the red flags. That was simply because of a failure of response in supply. And we know that with medical innovation and medical supply chain. 80% of our raw materials being outsourced uh, from China. Uh, we know that there's going to be, there's a lot of threats to our medical supply chain. Uh, you know, Biden, even as U.S. Senator, has been pushing a globalization agenda of our medical supply chain. So uh, it's no surprise that it's now kind of uh, hit the head right now with this in particular. Uh, but again, you know, members of the gay, particularly the male gay community, should be demanding questions and answers uh, and again, stop tippy-toying around this. Call it what it is. There's ways to be safe and, you know, protect yourself. Uh, but, you know, the way they're going about it in terms of the public health officials that are going about this, uh, it's just not the right agenda. It's not the right narrative. And they're doing a disservice to the people that are at the highest risk. Yes, they are. But isn't this how they handle everything at the Biden regime? They don't handle anything like smoothly or like it should be done. <laughs> Uh, you know, the amount of gaffes are a, in my opinion, a public health emergency of itself, right? You know, <laughs> President Biden claiming that the pandemic is over and then Dr. Fauci just going on record the other day saying uh, we're going to have new variants of COVID coming up. 
Uh, and then also uh, lying to the public, you know, flip-flopping his position, saying that we're going to have, we, we now know that there was, we always knew, I should say, that there was some collateral unintended consequences of COVID. Well, I don't think that they were unintended. We knew that it was going to affect children's uh, learning and create some learning disabilities uh, and setting children back, in particular, when you shut down the schools. We knew this, you know, uh, but they ignored all other public health issues uh, we know the fentanyl crisis is out of control. Suicide rates are through the roofs. And a lot of it can be attributed to the determinants of the failed policy responses to COVID. Now, the other piece I'll mention, uh, and, and just to get real, real on this, manufacturing of vaccines and therapeutics is not easy. So when you force companies to start to ramp up massive productions of COVID vaccines, you're basically sidelining the ramp up production of other vaccines. Uh, hence, it could potentially have been a contributor to this monkeypox outbreak and the reason why we're wow. unable to control it. Wow, that's amazing. I, I never thought of that, and I haven't heard anybody reporting about that. This could be a direct result of the hurry up and get it out there process. <laughs> Well, absolutely. I mean, you can't, you know, for cross-contamination issues, you can't produce two vaccines at the same time. And so uh, the fact that they had a stockpile that they let lapse and then probably didn't have enough manufacturing suites. And we know when COVID first started with the vaccines, uh, even as some of the big pharmaceutical companies, I think J&J &J or a couple others had manufacturing issues at the site of production uh, with, you know, adulterated uh, conditions where manufacturing conditions were poor and they had to shut down production. And so when you shut down production, you know, vaccines don't just appear out of thin air. You got to schedule them and make them. And so, yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is one of the reasons I think could have been a contributing factor to the failures of our monkeypox response. It's just remarkable when you dig down into it and find out what's really going on. People actually just get hurt by uh, stupid policymaking decisions. And it's just unbelievable. Rick, what's going on new for you? What's in the future? Well, right now, you know, I'm focused on my biotech company staying involved. Uh, listen, we have a really important midterms. If we want honest, authentic leaders, uh, just look at my state of New Jersey. We have some excellent candidates running um, all up and down the state. Very excited about them. And New Jersey, you know, has a potential to flip red. And uh, I'm happy to be behind the scenes helping them, you know, get into office. Because that's what it is, Matt. You know, we really need authentic leaders that are going to hold our bureaucrats accountable, ones that want to get to the bottom of this, that are not in a self-serving interest. I mean, look at my district in the 7th District of New Jersey. you got a guy named Tom Malinowski. Uh, he's been profiteering off the pandemic, increasing his stock portfolio. These guys go to Congress poor and come out rich millionaires. It's yeah. unacceptable and unbelievable and unethical, but somehow legal. So we got a great candidate, Tom Kane, running in the 7th District, you know, and I, I'm hoping that he's going to contribute to flipping the house and holding uh, some of these guys accountable, especially Dr. Fauci. You know, he's looking to retire, uh, but, you know, his feet are going to be held to the fire. And I don't care whether he retires or not. He's got to answer to the American public. Uh, and so November is really big. And that's Matt, that's what I've been up to. Now, that's great, Rick. You've always yeah. been a great guest on the show, but you've always had your your ear to the ground on what's going on in New Jersey. And it seems like people in the state are very excited. If we flip New Jersey red, that looks good across the country. Yeah, and it's not unheard of, right? We've had Republican governors time and again, and it seems to flop red, blue, red, blue. 
It's a safe purple. Uh, we saw, I mean, even in my election, when I ran in 2020, I got over 1.8 million votes. Uh, and then in 21, you know, we came, uh, the Republican candidate came within, I think, 2%, like striking distance of the Democrats. So uh, it's a state where family values matter, freedom matters. Uh, you know, people are tired of what's going on with the indoctrination principles. And, you know, they care about education. They care about the future of their children. It's a state where American dreams are made. I mean, it is an immigrant's hub. New Jersey is and always will be. Uh, and that's why so many immigrants alone, like uh, myself, you know, my parents uh, are, are voting Republican this year because they care about freedom and they care about the American dream. And so uh, we'll see what happens in November. But watch out for New Jersey. You know, it's it's not to be forgotten to the leftist uh, doctrination yet. No, no, not at all. And make sure to be watching out for those election polls, too. Make sure you're there. Make sure there's election watchers. Let's get this thing cleaned up and do it right. Thank you, Rick Meta, for joining us on the Matt Buff Show to talk about this and so many other issues. We really appreciate it. Always my pleasure, Matt. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, you got it. Absolutely. We'll be back on the Matt Buff Show. You stay with us. A boring website can make your company look really bad. <sighs> Poor rankings on Google, Yahoo, and Bing means your company does not exist to thousands of monthly searchers. I'm not even on the front page. Come out of hiding with JJC Marketing Solutions and get found to more and more new customers every day. At JJC Marketing Solutions, they offer state-of-the-art website creation, Google SEO, PPC campaigns, and social media marketing that makes your company stand out. Get better results. Call 321 765 or visit them at jjcmarketingsolutions.com. I'm somebody now! JJC Marketing Solutions. You heard about the simple math with a solar electric system earlier in the show. Not all homes qualify. An energy evaluation by a qualified professional to get the fully informed information is always recommended. If your home qualifies, solar is always a prudent financial move. All Solar Energy in Longwood has been educating homeowners, roofing companies, property management firms, and now radio hosts about solar for 22 years. We have experts to perform no cost, no obligation energy evaluations to see if your home qualifies and explain the simple math of solar. Call All Solar Energy tomorrow at 866-412-4218 or visit the website www.allsolarenergy.com. Let them know you heard about it from me, Matt Buff, on The Buff Show. Welcome back to The Matt Buff Show. Great to have you with us. Yes, we've been talking about the elections and everything like that. And boy, Google's a big problem with that. Google censors speech all over every single part of your search history. <laughs> I mean, everything has been made to just see what they want you to see. And that includes the harm that is caused on teen girls. Also, people against groomers, everything like that. But there's alternatives out there. Can you believe it? We finally are getting there. Let's go to Jeff Bermant on the Matt Buff Show, founder of Tusk. How you doing, Jeff? Hey, good morning to you, or afternoon. I should say afternoon. I'm I'm now down in Orlando, and I'm a Californian, so I'm not used to 10 o'clock in the morning being 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Well, welcome to the free state of Florida. I'm sure it's quite different for you. It is. There was a, They didn't have toll booths or anything holding me back, checking me, like in California. Where'd you go yesterday? Were you with any conservatives? I mean, nothing like that. 
no uh, tent cities either full of bombs and needles. Yeah, it's a problem. It's uh, some of the liberal ideas, as we know, are not really working out with the, uh, you know, let's have everybody out of jail as soon as possible, no matter what the event is or the cause. And let's let anybody live wherever they want, which might be on the front yard of your house. Yeah, look at Jeff Bermont, Berman with the uh, understatement of the year, where he says liberal ideas don't work so well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, that's true. Tell everybody about Tusk. What do you offer? So, uh, interestingly enough, a year ago, we've been in the tech building business, and uh, we've been building uh, software, uh, particularly browsers. And uh, last year, I decided, okay, I've had enough of the woke uh, industry and how they are censoring all of us on the web. I know it. I mean, obviously it's my business to understand what they're doing and how they're doing it and, um, whether they're doing it on purpose, which is, I truly believe they are, or just by mistake. And if they're just doing it by mistake, it's an easy correction, but that doesn't seem to be the case. So really it's, um, the, the, the problem is they are censoring you. And I decided to go after this and the first, the first leg of this was to build a browser that would uncensor the news. So I built Tusk, T-U-S-K, and what Tusk will do when you come on, it will give you essential news, news feed that's basically conservative. Oh, we've got a little monkeying to do on our trending, but that's going to be conservative trending news. And then everything else is conservative, and then there's a bunch of hot buttons that you can tap to get the Daily Wire or to get um, Fox News. So you don't have to go search for it. You don't have to make it a favorite. It's already a favorite. No, that's really good news. So it's an easy, easy to download and for oh, yeah. web and desktop. Well, it, yeah, for web and desktop. And that stage one of search we just launched, but honestly, it's with a partnership of Yahoo. So we'll add some features to it as conservative as we can get. But we're restricted, and um, you know we're like everybody else. They want to censor what they want you to see. Uh, I kind of object to that. So my goal eventually, if they don't change their ways, which I'm hoping we can shed the light that just for financial reasons, they should spend more time with conservatives. But if they don't, then, you know, we're off to the magic land of building our own search engine. Yeah, there you go. Because um, we just saw a story where PayPal was uh, banning a group called Gays Against Groomers, yeah. you know, against pedophiles and... Um, we saw that happen, and then Google hides those results too, and then PayPal just bans them outright. I mean, we need a better situation here when it comes to online. Yeah, I was just banned by PayPal. They uh, they banned me. They said that I used a, a, a VPN, which I did. Uh, I didn't even know it was against their TOS rules, and they banned me, and I appealed it, and I, I heard nothing back from them. So I'm assuming it was more than just a uh, VPN in their way, because I'm sure they've dealt with that. And I didn't even know the VPN on. I had it set up to protect our company from, you know, people you know trying to trash us. But uh, yeah, no, it's uh, I'm lucky. I don't spend a lot of time on Twitter or uh, Facebook or other places where they will ban you. But yeah, they'll they'll do that. Yeah, they, they will do that, and it's also troubling. The Buff Show got completely removed from YouTube, the whole account, the whole everything, and we sent a request in for an appeal as requested, and we heard nothing back. They're just, it's unbelievable. Hopefully, Elon Musk can buy YouTube as well. 
Yeah, well, I, I love the fact I was so surprised last night when the, he announced that he was going to buy. I was betting a man that he didn't like the numbers, um, but he have you know he's a very smart guy. He's got a bigger plan for this, I think, and and I think he decided, yeah, I'm way overpaying for this, but in my plan, I mean, you know, he's raised, you know, this isn't all his money, so. The, the way that will work with a bank is he's up first in the risk and they're up second so that they're really never at risk because the amount of money they're putting in, they could always get out. So he's not worried. They're not worried about that so much. So he'll finance it as much as he can and then pay for the rest in cash. And then he's got some bigger scheme out there. Well, I noticed Twitter today was removing bots. They were moving uh, bots from every account. I, I logged in. I'm like, man, I'm 40 less. What happened? Well, it was yeah. the bots. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, be surprised. Some people don't end up what they had. You know, they had a following of fifty thousand people, and now they're down to three. Yeah, that's right. 40, you know, forty-nine thousand eight hundred were bots. That's insane. How just fake everything is. No wonder yeah. they covered for Biden. They have a lot in common. Yeah, you know, <laughs> the one thing that they're missing is the integrity part. And to me, uh, as a conservative. That's most, you know, one of the most treasured things and one of the most things that I think Americans need to have is integrity. And we have a bunch of people on the left that have absolutely no integrity whatsoever. I mean, they tell you that there's nobody coming across the border, the border's secure. And you turn on, you know, Fox News and you see 13,000 people just went over the border. How is that possible? Yeah, you can see the video and then they they completely lie to you. And if you talk about anything with elections or social issues, Facebook now is saying no more. They're going to ban you from doing ads or anything. So they just want to keep suppressing that that voice. And the Google search terms are a real problem, too. I try to search for stories for the show and I get a bunch of nonsense that I don't want to see that's fake and it's unreal. And that's the top of their search bar. Yeah. You can't find a story even about just covid alternatives <laughs> you know i mean it's just yeah, unreal so where do yeah. you want tusk to go if somebody searches covid do you want to give them a bunch of different options so the, the problem is on search i'm just being honest with people we want you to use our search because we need to show investors that we can make money through search and we have a deal with yahoo um but really the ultimate goal is to stop this nonsense of censorship on the search and build our own search engine. Now, we're going to have a crowdfunding program coming soon. So I hope many people will put in 100 bucks or 200 bucks or whatever it is. And the reason why I'm doing the crowdfunding, I, I think there's some other bigger players that might fund us. I like the idea of giving the unaccredited, which is the small investor, a chance to get in. Now, you know, if you put in 100 bucks, maybe you don't get anything back. Maybe it, it, it's a failure. But hopefully it's a winner and you end up making not only did you do something good for the cause, which is to get rid of censorship, but also maybe you made a couple thousand dollars on your hundred dollar investment. Yeah, no, that's a good deal. Where can people go to find more information? I know you can download the, br the browser for free on the App Store. Yeah, so the, the browser is, is free on both App Stores, both uh, Android and on iOS. And then desktop, where you can go sign up for desktop, is, is at tuskbrowser.com. Uh, on Android and iOS, it's uh, Tusk Browser. And you can find those. And if you go to our sign-up page, you, if you see, you'll see a little thing that says invest. There's a place you can sign up, and we will send you a notice when we go to crowdfunding, which I'm hoping is only a couple weeks away. 
Yeah, that's great. Keep us updated on that. And everybody, do you have a website people can go to as well? Yeah, please do. Please check us out. Uh, we, we stand for America. We are going to defeat uh, censorship for our group where you're going to be able to get the truth and the truth up front. Now, that's what we need. Absolutely. So everybody check it out. We'll post the links on thebuffshow.com. Jeff Berman, thank you so much and enjoy your time in Orlando before you go back to socialism. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. And let's stay in touch. All right. Sounds good. That will do it for this evening's edition of the Matt Buff Show. You guys stay smart out there. We'll see you next time.